0: We hosted the Building Abundance Success Series. Our spotlight is on civics. The midterms are vital. We vote on our local and city elections. We vote for mayors, city councilmen and women, school board, sheriff, state and local courts, as well as the legislature and the state it affects every aspect of our lives the laws that we have from policing to education also how our districts are and the needs within those districts we talk about the importance of a vote just everyone expressing their right to vote and my guest is Johnny Ford he served as eight times mayor of Tuskegee, Alabama, as well as both sides, Republican and Democrat, in the legislature. And he has a lot to say about what's going on right now. We also have this thing I call critical race theory and the theories around our laws and history, which is American history. The 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment giving citizenship and the right to vote in America That happened in the 19th century, but those were laws that were passed and are a part of our American history. Women's rights came in in the 1920s and their right to vote. The civil rights laws of the 1960s further extended citizenship, the right to vote, public accommodations, transportation, education, And many of these things we're still fighting for today, along with now Roe v. Wade. All of these are affected by how you vote. Johnny Ford and I talk about this coming up right now. Hey, Johnny Ford, how are you doing? Yes, I am. How are you doing? How are you doing?
1: Yes, everything is good.
0: Well, that's awesome. And so you're just getting in from Washington, D.C., my hometown,
1: Yes, ma'am. Just
0: uh, landed, and now I'm in the car. I'm ready. Awesome. I've been on the road, registering people to vote and listening to what people have to say. There's some people who feel they only need to vote every four years for the president. And then many students, whether they be away from home or in their own home state, are kind of not really into voting. And so I thought I'd talk with you about the importance of local elections. Uh, Because before you can get to be a Barack Obama or anyone at the presidential level, most people are serving, just as you did locally.
1: Right. Well, first of all, let me just remind the young people that so many shed blood, sweat, and tears in yesteryears just to make it possible for our people to vote. There is absolutely no excuse for any black person in this country not going to the polls to vote in every election. As a matter of fact, the government ought to make it mandatory uh, for people to vote in this country, and they ought to make voter registration automatic. The point is, let me just stress that voting very much determines your quality of life. And what we have to emphasize to young people is how you vote has a direct impact upon how you live and your living conditions and the challenges that you face on a daily basis. Young people in particular, uh, voting Uh, means, for example, young college students just watching President Biden today talk about reducing student loans. Uh, So many young people are saddled with uh, debt coming out of college. That's just an example. Uh, But let me just go on to say, this upcoming midterm election is the most important election in the history of the United States of America. Why? Because it is the next election. What am I saying? Every election is important. Every election is history-making. And those of us in particular who fought, who bled, who were brutalized, and who ran for office, in my particular instance, under the threat of death, uh who were... uh Forced to go to court just to get the right to vote. When I was running for mayor of Tuskegee, Alabama, we mobilized the young college students at Tuskegee University, brought them downtown to the courthouse, and the white folks would not allow them to register to vote because too many of them came at one time. But the law states that if you're there on time, then they are required to register you to vote. And so we had Again. to go to the federal court just in order to be able to, to allow those young people to vote. So now today, it's easy to vote. All you gotta do, you can vote, uh, uh, electronically, online, or you can, uh, go to the polls, uh, you can vote early, uh, whatever. It is not difficult. So, I want to again emphasize that this election, particularly this election, when we have the threat and the possibility of the Republicans uh, taking back the House, that would be catastrophic for this country because still the same element that stormed the Capitol on January the 6th, there are those out there who are going out to vote. People who are promoting that kind of philosophy, they're going to go and vote. And that's why those of us who are sane, who love this country, who believe in democracy and freedom and equality, it is our responsibility to vote. So The question that's at hand here is the future of our democracy, the future of our country, in terms of being able to live in a country uh, that believes in equality, justice, and a country that is democratic, a country that is not run by someone who wants to be a dictator or someone who does not respect the laws and the constitutions of the United States of America. So I cannot say it strong enough. This is the twenty twenty two election is the most important election in the history of the United States of America because of the state what's at stake is the future of our democracy?
0: You've run on both sides of the aisle, and I'm sure you know many great uh libertarians and republicans and I wanted to to ask you. Um, yes, we saw Roe v. Wade, and now we don't have the voters' rights bill, uh, John Lewis's voter right bill, or George Floyd bill, right. the crime bill. And many people feel pretty upset about that. Um, do you see that maybe, possibly, that will happen for
1: us? Repeat the question. First of all, let me just correct you. You said that I run on both sides of the uh, ticket. I, uh, I'm i a Democrat, I've always been a Democrat, but when I could get certain things done for my people and in my city under a Democratic administration in Alabama, I switched to the Republican Party temporarily in order to get those things accomplished. And that's an example of how powerful the vote is. I was able to get A multi-million-dollar industry for my community. I was able to get help get 35 million dollars for the Tuskegee Airman National Historic Site. I was able to get money for Tuskegee University, and so I was able to use the power of the vote and the political vote. And in that in and in that particular instance, uh, I needed Republican votes in order to get it done when I couldn't get it done on the Democratic vote. As soon as I got that done, then I, re- I switched back to the Democratic Party because uh, we must learn as black people that we can use politics just like white people do. They switch all the time when it's in their best interest and in the best interest of their constituency. So I want to clear that up first. But the point I'm stressing here is you must be able to be effective Uh, You don't necessarily have to switch, but there are times you must be able to work across party lines in order to get things done. That's the point that I want to stress.
0: Awesome. And one last one I know you can address. Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King is someone that many people um, are now quoting, and they're they're using that as the excuse to – um, they're not theory? want critical, yeah, critical race theory and everything. They're just using his name uh, to justify what they're saying on the other side. And on
1: the other side? Who's doing that? On the other side?
0: Well, when I say Republicans, they're, they're well, Martin Luther oh, King okay. said, you
1: know, this, and Martin Luther King
0: said that. They're using it for their own uh, speeches about wokeness and critical race theory and all these other things, when most of critical race theory is based on real-life events and amendments to the Constitution, you know? Uh, There was a 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment. Uh, There was a Dred Scott. There was, uh, you know, the the Voters' Rights Bill of 65. And a lot of the critical race theories and, and debunking go on with, Really, African American history, but American history. Can you speak to that?
1: Well, the point is, um, you say there was a 13, 14, because there still is a 13, 14, 15 Amendment. There still is a voting yes, still yes, yes, civil rights bill. The point is, uh, we've got to uh, still get the the voting rights. the bill re-strengthened again, uh, we've got to get the George Floyd bill passed, John Lewis fought and died, gave his best uh, fighting for voting rights. Uh, but the point I want to stress, this whole race uh, theory, uh, it, it's, it's, it's just an excuse to try to paint racism with another brush. It's an excuse. Uh, racism is still uh, a number, is still the major issue in America. Let's face it. Let's face it. Until, and here's what they should quote Martin Luther King by saying, it was Martin Luther King who said that racism is the major problem in the United States of America today. It was true then when he said it, and it is still true now and uh what they're talking about uh race theory and all and 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 what's being taught in the schools today in terms of history uh when we grew up we didn't have black history and african american history as a part of our curriculum and uh, uh we all know that uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with racial pride But there is something seriously wrong and immoral about racism when people are taught and feel that they are better than another race and feel that they are superior. And so what we need in our schools today is to teach the truth, the truth. Just tell it like it is. History uh, should be true. And just tell it like it is, and that's what should be taught to our young people, all of our young people, regardless of their race, color, creed. And it should not, an attempt should not be made to tamper with history. It should be told the way it really happened. Okay?
0: One of the last things I wanted to quickly ask you, I uh, registered to vote at 16, and uh, back in Washington, D.C., I went to a county school at 16 because I was in a government class in my senior year. I was 16 years old. They registered everybody and kept all those registrations and entered them in the database when we were old enough we could vote. It was done in my senior. It was done in high schools. Civics and, and, and the importance of voting, don't you think that should be done? You said everybody should automatically be registered to vote. That would be a great way to teach civics within the school and then have everybody register to vote. Whether they vote, that's their prerogative, but at least they're registered and in the system. And, and stop the purging. Once you register, you should still be registered. You shouldn't have these purges.
1: I like that. When you first said you were registered to vote at 16, I thought you were saying that uh, you were registered and could vote at 16, which I think um, the actions of voting age as far as, as let's listen, as intelligent as these young people are today with these computers, they ought to be allowed to vote at 16. Uh, We hold young people accountable in so many other ways at 16, but the point is uh, the point that you made about uh, it becoming a part of the curriculum, registration, and the importance of voting as a part of the curriculum in our schools at an early age. Uh, registering the people early and keeping that on file till it's time for them and, uh, and when they are eligible to vote is a good practice. Uh, so, voting, uh, it should be like living in America. Uh, voting is essential, it's important. It ought to be something that every American ought to be uh, required to do, in my opinion. They should really vote because voting affects the quality of life for every American. I mean, uh, our country exists as a democracy because of the power to vote and the right to vote. And so uh, I'm uh, proud of you that you were registered at 16. You were a bright, young, 16-year-old person. That's wonderful.
0: Thanks so much for being with us. I uh, think it's vitally important that we teach civics. People don't understand that we can vote for the sheriff, we can vote for the, the court judges, and people who are at the court judge level, and serving the community, that's how they get most times to serve in the U.S. House of Representatives and be the president of the United States and be a Supreme Court justice. I mean, they don't understand it starts local.
1: It does, and it starts early. The earlier the better. Yeah, Mm -hmm. our young people need to start in the first grade, learning about voting and civics. And, uh, uh, I mean, it's just, let's face it, Particular nowadays, young people are, I mean, in this uh, social social media, digitized world, modern world, young people are much brighter than when we came along. You and I both know that. I mean, it's just uh, education has been digitized. Education has been made uh, possible now where young people can learn and like it because it ha- it has been digitized, it has been simplified, it has been uh, made uh, more relevant. Uh, you know, there were times where we didn't like going to school, you know, because uh, we didn't like to study. Uh, but now uh, it's, it's a way of life. These young, Just like old computers, young people grow up. I mean, they grow up on these computers. It's a way of life with this. Right. So, uh, so we might as well get with it. Uh, these old stereotype ideas about making it difficult to vote and uncomfortable to vote and a question about whether it's important or not to vote, yes, it's important to vote. And you've got a responsibility to vote. Uh, because voting affects you from the cradle uh, to the grave, and it's just that important. So, Thank you so much. Uh, this election, let me finally say, this election 2022 is the most important election in the history of the United States of America. As a matter of fact, it's the most important election in the world because what happens in the United States of America due to voting, affects the rest of the globe.
0: You've been listening to the Building Abundant Success with Sabrina Marie. Copyright November 5th, 2022.